You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you i did a 90 minute ride for it it was a robin and jess ride and 17 minutes into the ride, my screen froze. <gasps> and I was determined to just stick it out. And I did. Stayed on until the bitter end. And it only registered 17 minutes no. for my 100th ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I rode the hardest that I ever had because I kept thinking, oh, this is coming back on. It's got to. But this was before anybody even knew about milestone rides you know they didn't acknowledge all of them it's more than just your output more than a bike when you hear your shout out you know it's all right put on your magic pants and let's go we're cruising into the power zone clip in set yourself free come on and take a ride with me you know what you need to know and what's it all about everything you need it's on the clip out Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 200. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Happy 200. Happy 200. So for people uh, <laughs> watching this on YouTube, and you probably should watch this on YouTube because there's going to be all sorts of fun stuff coming up from past guests and friends of the show and just with different messages and updates and stuff. So it, it'll be fun to watch. John Mills made a very special video that's pretty <laughs> visual, so you'll want to check that out. Yes. But uh, we are taking a little romantic getaway. Uh, we are in the same place. Don't let our background fool you <laughs> we're we're keeping our location secret yes so uh 200 that's really awesome i mean four years can yeah. you believe that like a car ride four years ago led to this i know and and how nice has everybody been with that has sat down and talked to us amazing 200 ex- well okay 198 guests there's been 198 stories 198 amazing conversations. You know, honestly, there's been more guests than that because on our homecoming episode, we pounded through a lot of like many interviews. We so did. it's actually more than 200 guests. And you know, we should probably also, before we dig into the episode itself, thank Peloton, one for existing. <laughs> well, yeah. Right? Because we, what would we talk about if, right. it, if they didn't exist? And then two, for being so kind to help us over the years, whether it's letting us come and set up it 
HRI, then Homecoming, uh, letting us host a Q&A with John Foley. Letting us interview so many instructors. So many instructors. I mean, and just off the top of my head, so I apologize to any that I might forget, but you, I mean, Matt Wilpers, Jen Sherman. Uh, Maddie Majacomo, Emma Maj- Lovewell. Yeah, like it's just... I, Tune Day. Ch- Chelsea Jackson-Roberts. I, I mean, there's just been so, so many. And then, and that doesn't even count the behind the scenes people that we got to talk to, like Jill Foley or JV Nava or I, so many people. John Foley. Yeah. Well, I mentioned him in the Q&A. Okay. Like Foley's getting enough okay. attention. Okay. So like just settle down, <laughs> Foley. Right. But <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, for real, thank you to Peloton for all of your assistance. Over yes. Here, so thank you to all of our listeners who continue to listen to us weekend and week out and send us so many amazing comments. And you guys crack me up with your comments that you send me halfway through listening yeah <laughs> like like we're doing it in real time for you and we're like we don't oh my god i can't believe tom would say that like what the funny thing is is that uh you guys don't come to the um or if you are you're not speaking up during the uh, clubhouse which i i i highly encourage you to do because my vision for clubhouse is that those conversations you have with us like midway through listening are the conversations that we have on clubhouse now so, there's a place for them to take place exactly exactly so yeah. we hope that you join us there. But anyway, we should get to the actual show. Absolutely. We've got a lot to do here. What do you have? In, you're still going to get the regular news this week. So what yeah. do we got in store for people? I mean, just the all of the acquisitions that Peloton made. We got to talk through those. We got to talk through um, all of the instructor news. There's a ton of it this week. And I think we ought to keep this short because we have a lot to get through. Awesome. Well, uh, then shameless plugs. We still had to do that. Uh, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode while you're there if you would be so kind as to leave a review that's certainly helpful for the people that come along after you, you we have a new review Ooh, this is from simply eve simply eve yeah that sounds like some kind of product it does like a kind feminine of. product. I was thinking it, but I didn't want to be mean to them. So, um, but you did it. So. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was being mean. I was just saying it sounds like a feminine it product. It does. Simply Eve uh, says, I joined the Peloton community this Corona year and became obsessed. I came across this podcast on one of my dog walks and became hooked. I love the content and chats with members. So thank you so much, Simply Eve. And remember, it was uh, Crystal that made fun of you, not me. I wasn't making fun. I was making an observation. So I wonder there. if like she'll be upset because she's like, well, I expect Tom to say things like that. But well, then... you know, I've lived with Tom for almost a decade, so <laughs> I feel like I, there's going to be moments where it rubs off on me. I don't uh, know what to tell you. I will rub off on you. <laughs> so uh, where was I in the shameless plugs? Uh, where was I? Oh, well, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page and join the group. And of course, you can sign up for our newsletter at the clip out dot com where you'll get the links and pictures and all that stuff emailed to you in a usually weekly uh, digest and of course youtube.com slash the clip out where you can watch the show in all of its hd glory this is a really good week to do that because there'll be all sorts of fun videos so there's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall peloton expansions so Peloton made some very interesting acquisitions this week. They went on a little bit of a spending spree. They did. Although I think that these have actually occurred in the past. Um, so we have one that occurred like in December of this year, which mm-hmm. was Otari. Otari, and not then, Otari, because right. that would be awesome. Right. 
No, it's Otari. Otari. And then in February, Aquito and Atlas Wearables closed. So these are interesting acquisitions. And I feel like we're starting to see a real like blueprint of what the strength acquisition might or the strength product that Peloton keeps hinting at might look like. So and just to give you guys a little bit of background, Otari is a basically what looks like a yoga mat and then it has a screen at the front of it. And the screen um, has AI built in, the same AI built in that like Microsoft Xbox Connect had. And so that's what Mirror has, just to be clear. It's the exact same AI. Gotcha. And that AI allows the mat to be able to pick up on your movements and give you feedback on your form. Okay. Okay. Then you have Aquito, which is voice activated hardware. So it's like it's all AI that is voice activated. So that's an interesting piece because, you know, in theory, you could be able to tell you know, Otari something. Right. Then you have Atlas wearables, which keeps track of your workouts. Mm -hmm. And then it gives you um, feedback on how well you did on your workouts. So take all of that and put it together. And I feel like you're starting to see some kind of strength product that is different than what you see with Tonal. Right. It's different than what you see with Mirror, but we don't, we still don't know exactly what it is. So it still could have some kind of other innovation that we are unable to see. Right. Or, or, kind of hint at. But this week, there was a lot of feedback that came in through different news outlets because, let's see, John Foley did an interview. Was that with Bloomberg? I'm getting, yeah, it was, I think it was Bloomberg. And when he did this interview, he actually talked about um, that there were new products coming. And the interviewer said, hey, you know, I've heard that it could be this strength machine and a rower. And as John Mills pointed out right here in his article that you can see if you're watching the YouTube, John Foley said, hey, those are good guesses, you know, wouldn't confirm it, but also wouldn't shoot it down. And so and we, we've seen this with John before, yeah. you know, he, he gets this adorable little grin on his face. <laughs> that's like what I call a shit eating grin. And there it is right there. And uh, <laughs> and he says, eh, those are good guesses, which means that this is happening. Like and, and we we know for a fact the rower is coming and we know that John Foley keeps saying we got to win strength. Yeah. Um, so these are really good guesses, he says. So they're coming. It's just a matter of when. Now, John Mills, who cannot be on this week because we are not in our usual location and don't have the ability to add him in, uh, otherwise he would be here. But I want to point out that he posted this and he also brought up the fact that when John talked about these things, he he also said that John Mills thinks this is going to all be announced at homecoming. Now, I'm a little unsure of that because I think that it's crazy for Peloton to do two products at once. But there was another article that came out this week from Payments, and I think you actually might have already shown that one. It it doesn't matter because the deal is, is that Payments is reporting that John Foley said, these are definitely coming. We're ready. These are coming out. Now, unless there was a completely separate article we all missed, that's not the case. So we don't know if he's just like... If they're misinterpreting the the interview mm -hmm. or if they have some other source that they just didn't specify. Exactly. Right. Um, but I think that we can we can intuit that these are coming soon. I'm a little nervous to say these are coming at homecoming just because two product lines at yeah. once. They've had um, enough trouble getting one out. I, I'm worried for yeah, them. Yeah, but I don't think that they're gonna have quite the same demand for the rower ultimately. It seems like a more of a of a niche product and not that there won't be people that want it, but I think that that, you know, maybe they feel like 
they, they can handle the rower and another product that that's almost like doing one. Maybe, maybe. And it'll also be interesting to see if the strength product is as sought after as like, say, tonal, because right. tonal, it has so much to it that from what we see so far, Peloton mm-hmm. is not going to have like, like the ability to just add on weight. When, right. Incrementally without yes. you even thinking about it. It's just like, boop, here's an extra pound for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks like this is going to be a free weight option, which is what John Foley has also hinted at. He has said, I don't want to have some kind of machine. I want to have free weight. So yeah. the Atari makes sense. And it also, you know, totally is in line with what John Mills has been predicting for a long time, that Peloton would make an acquisition and that they would come out with their own strength product. So everything is in line with what we've been hearing, what we've been intuiting. So I am really curious to see what Homecoming is going to bring this year. Absolutely. And then uh, while we're talking about things discovered by John Mills, he once again found something from the international market. Yeah, yeah. So Money DJ, which I believe is just like, that's the Taiwanese um, kind of articles that talk about all these things. Mm-hmm. So Holtec entered the supply chain of Peloton and they have these little chips. So it's a 24-bit MCU. And they are saying that like three, I believe it was millions of these chips are going to be delivered to Peloton by Q3. Yeah, it was in the millions. Yeah. yeah. It says shipping millions. And then, so John Mills brought up, are they going to be shipping to the Taiwan factory or to the US? Because if it's going to the US, that means that Peloton expects that they will be producing the Bike Plus in their US factory in Q3. Now, that would make sense if that is the case, because we know that the pre-core happened. We know that that deal closed this week officially. And we know that um, it was always in the plans to be able to start making something in the US. But is it going to be the Bike Plus? Will they be using that chip here in the US for the Bike Plus? Because it's used in the pedal force detector on the Bike Plus. Or will it be used for something completely different? Or will it ship to Taiwan? So all kinds of Big, big changes coming for Peloton this year. I think uh, 2021 is shaping up to be the biggest year for Peloton ever. Which is saying something coming off of 2020. It is. It really Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste 
texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Yes. So a bit of a sad story. This broke after we recorded last week, which is why it wasn't in last week's episode. But Peloton and John Foley issued a statement last week about a child who died in a treadmill accident in a treadmill accident with the tread plus i believe it was the tread plus yeah yes. and obviously this is a, a horrible horrible occurrence yeah and, and we don't know all the details um of the incident because i mean from what we can tell from people who have done some investigation we think we found the family we think we found the city in which it took place and the family it occurred to and they have they have been staying out of the news so right. we can only glean from that that they don't want to they, they want to have their privacy, yeah. and it's certainly understandable. And while we don't have any firm details about the nature of the incident, at least thus far from what we can determine it, it would seem to indicate that it was just a freak accident and it's not a design flaw on the part of Tread Plus. I mean, treadmills are inherently dangerous items. They're, I mean, they're essentially conveyor belts, and they're going to convey until yeah. you tell them to not convey. And that being said, we don't even know that that's what no. played a role here because there are 24 25,000 injuries on average every year because of treadmills not peloton treadmills specifically just treadmills in general and yeah. so you know mike tyson's daughter passed away i guess it's been 10 or 12 years at this point uh, and that treadmill was unplugged that treadmill i believe was unplugged and she got tangled up in the cord so it's not sometimes it's i mean even unplugging them isn't enough. I mean, it, and, but that could happen with anything that's got a cord. So, I mean, again, we don't know what happened here. The fact that, that the family isn't everywhere pointing fingers makes me think thus far that it was just a horrible accident. So, you know, if you've got a tread in your house, like absolutely, whether it's a Peloton tread or any other kind uh, of any, treadmill, or any brand of tread, I mean, you know, the, the exercise equipment isn't for kids. So you, you got to be careful. Yeah. I just, I just want to reiterate too. I know you already said this, but like, there's no evidence. There's nothing to point to. There was anything special about the Peloton treadmill that caused this awful, awful accident. Yeah. I don't believe there's nothing to make me believe that Peloton had any responsibility here. And I also want to be careful and say that like there's also nothing to indicate that like these parents are not handling their business and that they did something wrong. You know, sometimes accidents just happen. Right. But if you do have this in your home, as you said, Tom, please, please be careful. Keep your kids, keep your pets out of the room, put up a safety gate around it, whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe. And for God's sake, please don't 
do the stupid videos with sitting in a laundry basket yeah. and doing that shit. Oh. Like, it just really pisses me yes. off that people take it so cavalierly. You're not in OK Go. No. And, um, you know, it is interesting to see how many people are talking about this. It does make you wonder if it will raise awareness in general about safety for machinery in yeah. your home. And in the meantime, again, our hearts go out to this family. Oh, my God. Yes. So sorry for them. New content. Peloton unveiled this week a new way to compete. Yeah, so this is interesting. Competition mode, it is completely designed by Alex Toussaint. It's called Ride to Greatness. So this is interesting for a few reasons. A while back, we had um, teams that could compete. I don't know if you remember that. We had different houses that could yeah, compete. Hogwarts, Jigglypuff. Exactly. Yeah. And what they did is they, it was like a whole different ability of challenges. So like you had to take a certain amount of classes. It had to be a certain amount of things. And your team was competing head to head. Well, this is all on the bike. This is all going to be head to head competition per person. Now you can enter two different teams, but the actual winners are one. There's one winner. So there's training classes that happen a couple times a week. And then there's different what they're calling games. And you can pick team activate or team validate. And then you make that whatever choice, your primary leaderboard tag, boom, you're ready to go. You just have to show up. Now, one question that people have been asking a lot, and I don't know the answer to it. Can you participate if it's not live? I don't think that you can, right. but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this because obviously you can still take the class. So yeah. like, will you still be Will you still be in the competition? Nothing to indicate that you will still be in the competition. But of course, it, it, it we all signs point to you will at least be able to take the classes. So I know a lot of people have been worried about the timing of those and that they're not able to participate. Also, I think that it's it's worth noting that, you know, the leaderboard is still the leaderboard and there's a lot of jacked leader. There's a lot of jacked bikes out there yeah. that are going to uh, change how how you can compete head to head. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. One other note, um, there was apparel that was released. It was a ride to greatness jersey and it it sold out very quickly. It was also worth noting that it is reversible. So it's it's black on one side, red on the other. And I thought it was interesting that it was gender neutral and it sold out so, so fast, especially since this is the first time Peloton's done anything like this. Yeah. So um, it is interesting that it's reversible makes you think that like, you know, team validate is in black and team activate activate is in red or vice versa it does yeah Yeah. and all sizes are sold out i just want to be clear about that (laughs) but you know they still have it up on the website which tells me it will be back so like if you think that you might want it go in and get on the email list because they're very good about emailing whenever they're in stock again okay the clip out gives back so, you know, we did a contest a while back, very popular for people's popular. chance to uh, win a tonal. Yes. And good news. We are bringing that back. It is back starting, what, April 9th, I believe? Uh, I believe April 9th will be your first opportunity to win. So watch this space. But we just want to let people know you're you're going to have another chance to, to win a tonal. And this one's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be more like our Pink Peloton contest where uh, it's going to be a sweepstakes and you uh, make a donation to a charity. We have partnered up with Tonal and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Which I am super excited about. Yeah, we've worked with Make-A-Wish in the past. Yeah, we were, we're Make-A-Wish grantors. We were certified wish grantors. <laughs> 
years. So um, that was a lot of fun. And so it's nice to figure out new ways to we haven't been able to do that as much because this takes up a lot of time. So now we found a way to merge those two things. Tonal's very excited about it as well. And since Tonal is donating the Tonal and a year's membership, that means 100% of the proceeds can go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So every dollar you donate, boop, goes right to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So um, just watch this space as it gets a little bit closer for more details on how to win. It'll run basically the same as our Pink Peloton contest, except it won't be pink and it'll be a tonal. And all the money goes to Make-A-Wish. So exciting. Peloton Partnerships. Well, this is pretty exciting. Uh, Peloton is partnering up with the WWF for Nationwide Meditation for the Planet Day. So that means you're going to get meditations from John Cena, from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, no, no. From, what, no, from no, no, mankind. No, what, no, no, no. WWF means the World Wildlife Fund. Oh, yeah. I guess that's probably okay, too. This is so cool. This is going to be yoga and meditation uh, coming from Dr. Chelsea Jackson Roberts. And it's going to be a nationwide meditation for this year's Earth Hour. How cool is that? It would be even cooler is if like a panda would smash somebody in the face with a folding chair. No. 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 Oh, okay. That would no. be pretty cool, though. I feel like that's not very meditative and no. relaxing. Okay. This is going to be a free 15-minute guided meditation. It's going to invite individuals to practice gratitude for the many services that the planet provides, reflect on their personal connection to nature, and set intentions for their environmental journey ahead. I love this so much. How appropriate for Earth Day. This is so cool. Be cooler if John Cena was there. <laughs> Peloton in the news. So Jeffries, which is a global investment bank and not a snarky butler. Oh, I just assumed Jeffries. Jeffries. Like a snarky British butler. But um, <laughs> but, but it's I think that's like from a TV show or something. Probably everything in my head is from a TV show. Mm, I thought you knew that right. by now. Yeah. But they're a global investment bank. And talk about perks. They basically handed out Pelotons to staff. I think as, that's amazing. Yeah. I wish my doctor, my doctor, I wish my company would do that. They said that uh, they bought these for all of their staff members. Is that correct? They also got, they could get either a Peloton bike or an Apple package, which was an Apple watch and an iPad air and iPods plus. But I bet you, if you work at an investment bank, you've probably already got all that. Oh, that's true. So I wonder if there's like uh, if th- this is how they can tell the difference between the employees they really like and the ones that they're just like, eh. like if they really like you, you got a bike plus. Great question. <laughs> and then um, also, uh, while we're just tracking through Peloton in the news, uh, Parade Magazine featured the most popular 30 minute rides of all time, all I mean- time, uh, not counting the tens of thousands of classes that have been purchased. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I also, they're 30 minute rides, not the 45 minute rides. Cause if they were 45 minute rides, I would say bullshit. Yeah. But um, I also think it's interesting because like, unless you guys got this information from Peloton, I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah. I think most popular, I, I don't even know how they would gauge a metric on that. They probably should have just said best. 
Yeah. You know, but, but included in it are the uh, Cody's Britney Spears ride, yeah. uh, Robin's Hamilton ride, the Beyonce uh, ride, the Beyonce ride, which that was a two for one with Cody, uh, Cody with um, it had Tune Day and Alex. That was an amazing one. Yeah. It was one of my favorites. The Prince ride with Emma and Allie. And then the top 50 of 2020 with Cody, Lady Gaga with Cody, a 30-minute cop pie pride with Cody. Are these the most popular, or did the person who write this article just really like Cody? You know, that's a great question, because I tell you what, um, there has been a lot, a lot of Cody information lately. I feel like Cody is having a moment. Not that he hasn't been amazing this whole time, but I feel like he's starting to reach a new level with, like, within the news community. Totally. the, The people who report on it. He's not just for Peloton anymore. Mm -mm. The people who like Cody, which I've told you before, I can't say too much about this in case certain people listen. But let me just say, sometimes it really surprises me who likes what instructors. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink. And it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. <laughs> Instructors in the news. This probably almost was worthy of a breaking news sweeper. Tunde cut her hair. I mean, she sure did. People kind of lost their shit. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And it's not like a small change. No, it's a big change. She had hair all the way down to her waist and she cut all of it off. Like so that she has basically what I would refer to as a buzz cut. Mm -hmm. If it were a boy, it's a little different when it's a woman. Yeah. And she looks gorgeous. Like it totally she colored it. So it's like a coppery um, brown color. Yeah. And then, of course, with her signature makeup look, wow. Like she's got just amazing, striking striking cheekbones and her lip color on point. She is phenomenal. This is really cool because this was inspired by Shonda Rhimes, Year of Yes. Okay. So um, whenever Shonda Rhimes was talking about the Year of Yes, and she said, if you're scared to do something, just do it. Well, Toonday had been thinking about cutting her hair for a long time, and uh, she was very scared of how it would look and how people would perceive her because she has such, um, she said that she feels she has such muscular features that it makes her look masculine. And so she was afraid to cut her hair because that might increase that. And so Upon hearing Shonda Rhimes say, if you're scared of something, just do it. She was like, F it and did it. I think that is so cool. How inspiring is that? And it's also, again, kind of shows you how much uh, is going on or how important Peloton instructors have become and just in the kind of pantheon of pop culture and that she cuts her hair and it's a story on Good Morning America the next day. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's just 
It's just phenomenal how much Peloton has infiltrated pop culture. When we think about four years ago, when Tunde wasn't even a Peloton instructor right. then. Yeah. And here we are now. She's being featured in Good Morning America because she cut her hair. Right. What would have happened if Hairgate with Dennis happened? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been pandemonium. It would have. <laughs> it kind of was. <laughs> Congrats to Tunde. She looks gorgeous. And then uh, Forbes magazine featured Jess Sims and uh, discussed her journey from kindergarten to Peloton. Kindergarten teacher. Kindergarten teacher. I mean, we all started in kindergarten, so that's not really that big of a deal. Like, you're kind of supposed to start in kindergarten. Uh, Here's the deal with Jess Sims, though. She still is a kindergarten teacher at heart, and I mean that in the best way. (laughs) Like, when she teaches a class, she does listening games, which has inspired several other instructors to include listening games in their class. Now. Interesting. Um, and they are one of my favorites because they make the classes go by so fast. Yeah. But what Jess Sims brings to teaching as a kindergarten teacher that she pulls into being an instructor is that she also is positive and has like this super sunny outlook and like everything's going to be okay. Like <laughs> a kindergarten say, teacher. I thought you were going to say crafts. No, no crafts. Like, but she also is just a really, really good instructor. And so it's just a really, really nice combination of changes. So for next week's Peloton class, you're going to need four pipe cleaners, <laughs> googly eyes, googly eyes, and a glue stick. A glue stick? Why would they need a glue stick? Well, how are you going to get those googly eyes to stay on the pipe cleaner, honey? <laughs> Come on. Think it you're through. You're right. I wasn't thinking it this through. This is why you're not a kindergarten teacher. It's true. That among many other things, <laughs> like lack of patience, that would do it. And then Spectrum News Online which is just weird. Which it took us a while to even figure out what it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, apparently uh, Spectrum has in different regions their own like local news. Like Yahoo. Like like AOL used to have or Yahoo used to have. Yeah. And so uh, but they had a, a very nice write up on Jen Sherman for that area of the country. Yeah. And so um, if you've taken classes with Jen Sherman at all, you probably already know that she is a Syracuse University graduate. But this is new information to some people, especially (laughs) those who are from the area, apparently. Um, And so they did a very nice write up on her and her classes. And she gave the author a shout out and they absolutely loved it. They were so excited, which is very cool. (laughs) But yeah, she talks about Syracuse all the time. Even I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she mentioned it in our interview. Probably. Way back when. (laughs) Syracuse and Bruce Springsteen. Yes. And Billy Joel. It's kind of like her favorite things. And then Shape uh, keeps their Peloton streak alive. Yes. uh, With an article (laughs) about a Kindle tool and her vision board. Yeah, this is pretty cool, though. She credits her job at Peloton from her own vision board. Several years ago, she started a vision board and she actually had a couple of things on it. One was her green couch that she really, really wanted. And then another was like a woman on a spin bike teaching a class. And now she has both of those things. If you've ever watched Kindle, conversations on the green that is her conversations on her green couch that's her signature green couch which she got okay as inspired from her vision board and also of course she is now a spin instructor back then she thought it was a cool idea but she couldn't figure out how to make it happen since then she has figured it out i would think you would just buy a board and stick things on it that doesn't seem all that oh you meant the yeah okay that version makes more sense yeah it does okay This is why I don't have a vision board. (laughs) 
it's interesting. It inspired a lot of people to, to start one. Um, and other people brought up to me that Robin already had one and other instructors already had one. And I realized that. Uh, but I still think it's interesting that like she, this is not just somebody having a vision board. Like here's, here's proof that it worked for her. Now I can't do a vision board because I have too many things I want to be. And also like there's no pictures of things that I want to be. So I don't even know how to make that work. Well, now I don't want to know what you want to want to be. Well, you're never going to know because I don't make a vision board. <laughs> well, I was going to try and help. Oh, maybe you still can. I'll okay. have to think on that. Okay. And then Emma Lovewell was featured on the cover of Rue Magazine. Yeah. Which is just, it's interesting. It's a monthly magazine. It's all about kangaroos. And <laughs> no. With, this is part of Peloton's expansion into Australia. And I think it's really smart to go no. after that. It's uh, Rue spelled R-U-E. That untapped kangaroo demographic. Not Marsupials R-R. in general. It's not just Rue's. They've really branched out over <laughs> so you're there. You're just going to ignore me. Rue. And, uh... <laughs> No? No. Okay. R-U-E. Now, what's cool about this is that this is... Two things are cool about this. Actually, this is the premier print version of the magazine. Okay. Uh, it's going to be sold in Whole Foods, Target, etc. It's on sale March 26th. So you're going to be able to get a copy in, like I said, the premier print version. The day this comes out. That's exactly right. The other interesting thing about this is this is documenting her renovation story. So you remember I told you she just bought that house. I do. And she's been working on renovating it. Okay. Well, Rue Magazine covered her renovation and put her renovation on the cover. Okay. Well, all I know is I'm adding to my vision board starting a magazine all about kangaroos. Okay. And marsupials. I can't wait to see what your vision board looks like. I feel like it's going to be chicken tenders and kangaroos. Well, I already have chicken tenders. I don't think I need them on my vision board. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what's going to be on there besides kangaroos. Checking out the competition. So every week, Shape Magazine writes about something Peloton related Mm -hmm. lately, it would have seemed. And also every week, somebody has to write the story about what are gyms going to be like after the Rona and how does it affect Peloton? Yeah. So what did you think of this article? I didn't even read it. Uh, me either. Because <laughs> I feel like I've read it a million times. Well, this is this is specifically about how they're going to lure them back. Yeah. Like, not just can they get them back, but what are they going to do? Because it's from ad age, so it's taking on the more the marketing aspect of it, which does sound interesting. But you yeah, know. they changed their they took they turned off marketing obviously during COVID. Sure. So um, now they're changing up marketing structures and they're doing things more in house. They're focused on personalization, uh, new messages of safety. You know, a lot of things that you're seeing just in general in the world. I don't right. think they're really specific to gyms. Sure. But um, it, as as we've said, it's only going to work so much. Yeah. People are going to, once they have everything at home, well, why do they need it? Oh, another thing they mentioned is that they're going to have a lot more digital options than they did before. So like part of your package will be that you can do classes at home. Gotcha. And I think that's the future for gyms is like sign up here and you'll also get this thing at home. Yep. And like, I think, but if that, you don't have the, the equipment, what difference does it make? And I think that's where you could see some competition for Peloton where it's like, well, if you buy this Nordatrack bike and we'll throw in the package that you can use it at home and you can come to the gym and lift weights and swim or what have you, I could see people going, oh, that's the best of both worlds. Maybe I will do that. Like I could see that luring some people back. It's interesting because it's like back when, um, you know, Netflix was a thing, uh, not Netflix, Blockbuster was a thing. Yeah. And like you started seeing like they started adding in game subscriptions right. and they started adding in all this stuff. So it'll be, I do think, I do think that'll be a thing, but ultimately let's not forget there's no more Blockbuster. 
Yes. Just singing. And then Gizmodo had an article basically comparing Nordatrack to Peloton to kind of see <laughs> how they stack up. Yeah. So what is their unique spin that they claim? You know, this is a really weird article because um, <laughs> because the headline is like Nordatrack's Peloton rival has a unique spin on indoor cycling. And then basically the article goes through and it, it point by point and it's like, hey, this Nordatrack bike isn't bad. But it's no Peloton. And it, it doesn't have Cody Riggs. Yeah, and it like it basically says that over and over again of like like oh like if you've never experienced a Peloton, this is pretty cool. But if you have, like yeah, you're not gonna wanna give up your Peloton for this. Which is pretty much what I figured. Yeah, it's just like kind of an odd headline given the overall tone of the article. I think it's funny to see um, like the Nordic track with and like other competitors where they have like the instructors now wearing like their own gear. So like in the picture of that, that magazine article, the woman was wearing like an iFit sports bra. Yeah. I mean, iFit just doesn't have the same ring to it as Peloton. It does not. It does not. It's it's really interesting to see how much these other companies want to be Peloton. Totally. Like they are having some Peloton envy. I don't blame them. <laughs> Me either. Peloton Closet. Step into the Peloton Closet with Tori. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Tori from Peloton Closet. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, Crystal. So uh, this week, obviously, is all about milestones. So I, I'm guessing you have a way to tie in clothes with milestones. Absolutely. So first of all, congratulations on your 200th episode. That's Thank you. so impressive. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. I'm not good at math, but I feel like that's maybe four years. It is four years. Yeah. We started that's May of 2017. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Wow. <laughs> well, of course, you know, my favorite way to celebrate a milestone is with my favorite thing, fashion. Yes. So I have a couple of ways, actually I have three ways that you can celebrate whatever your Peloton milestone might be with some really cool fashion ideas. Ooh. So first of all, basically Peloton kind of conditioned all of us to start thinking about celebrating milestones with clothing because they give out the century shirt. That's true. You hit your first big Peloton milestone. So it was their idea. I take no credit. They got us all in the mindset. But once you have and well, so actually real quick, yes, just like ahead. just like any good pusher, the first one's free. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys being 200 episodes in and knowing all about Peloton, maybe you can answer a question for me. I know that in 2019, I guess they went to the unisex t-shirt mm -hmm. from, I think they had men's and women's previously. Now, my understanding there's like always talk about those t-shirts running too small, too large. I bought my, I bought, I mean, I got for free, but you know, the price of a Peloton, I guess. Sure. Right. Um, <laughs> so I bought, I, I asked them to send me my free t-shirt in my normal size and it seems to fit perfectly. I well. had the exact um, same experience. I, okay. I bought my regular size and I was happy with it. And I think it was 
very it's very comfortable i mean it's loose fitting it's not it's yeah. not tight but like i don't want it to be you know that's not that's not what that t-shirt's for <laughs> right exactly exactly so i do get questions about sizing and i've just always said like well mine fits so um but i think that maybe some of those rumors about the sizing being a little bit off might have been more when they did not have the unisex shirts so it seems like they fit whatever your normal size is i would agree way. Okay, so obviously the first thing you can do is wear your Peloton Sentry shirt, but then just that basic black shirt, a lot of people like to do something special to it. So we've talked a little bit before, and I think I have a really cool picture. Um, One thing you can do is tie-dye your Sentry shirt, and you can do that DIY. People have done it, like a reverse tie-dye with bleach. This picture is of a tie-dye artist who I've actually worked with and you you pay her because I, I don't want to even attempt to do something like this myself. Totally. Um, yeah, but, I mean, that um, shirt is, you get you get one of them. Right. And so you right. you don't want to roll the dice and mess that up no, unless would, you really know what you're doing. I would never try something like this on my own. Yeah. Never. Yeah, exactly. So I say go to the pros for any kind of um, embellishment, whether it's tie-dye, Um, Another thing that I think would be really fun and that people have done is they go to an embroidery place and you could get your leaderboard name embroidered, you know, maybe on the sleeve. You could even have a quote embroidered from one of your favorite instructors, maybe on the back. It's pretty inexpensive and it's just a fun way to personalize that generic shirt that everyone has. I'm going to confess something to you guys. Uh Um, I've spent some time in the world of competitive cheer. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I'm judging so hard. It's a sport. It's a sport. Actually, it's a really show on Netflix. Sport. I did actually. I I love yes, that show. Yeah. And it and yeah, it is did. a real sport. So like but yeah. the schools won't let it be a sport because the liability is too great because they get injured so frequently. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So all right. Well, whatever your thoughts about cheer may be, my my foray into that world led me to another type of customization, which is bedazzling. Oh. And um, so, you know, another fun thing you can do with your Peloton shirt is bling it out a little bit and you can either find a professional to do it. You can actually buy like iron on. Again, I, I did spend some time in this world, so I'm pretty familiar <laughs> with my bling. And you can go to like a, a Michael's, a Hobby Lobby, whatever type of craft store or buy it online and they have these iron-on crystals Um, and you can you know maybe you just want to add a little bit of bling you can do the 100 and you just iron them on and they stay they're pretty permanent so just another kind of fun way to customize that shirt or you can have a professional do it which leads me to my second tip etsy that is one of my favorite websites for getting custom sort of crafty pieces i just typed in to Etsy Peloton milestone and like 300 things came up instantly. (laughs) That sounds right. Yeah. So um, you can get a custom t-shirt. You can do a sports bra with your leaderboard name. You can, they will bling things out for you. They will embroider for you. They will tie dye for you. So I think it's just a fun way to, again, wear something that's special and it kind of commemorates this awesome occasion. And one just sort of a, a tip is that you want to make sure if you are ordering something custom to wear for that special ride, you are preparing because you do not want that, you know, 300th sports bra or pair of shorts to arrive when you're like ready for ride 350. Right. So definitely 
this is a plan ahead moment. You want to give yourself a couple of weeks, especially if you're working with, um, you know, someone on Etsy who's like a, an artist, um, somebody who's tie dyeing, you know, whatever. And then the third option that I have learned about that I'm really excited about is um, you can get custom leggings. There is a company called Miami Fitwear. Oh, yes. Very and, familiar. Oh, thank you. Custom milestone leggings. They do make a standard one for 1000 and 100, but you can put any number in. Um, that you want. They will customize them with your leaderboard name. You can get a quote down the side of the opposite leg. And I love this brand. It is a women-owned brand. They have collaborated with Peloton for some of the Peloton attire. The quality is great. The leggings are super soft. They're thick. They have some sheen to them. And inclusive sizing, which I'm all about, they go extra, extra small to a 4X. So no matter what size you are, you can wear a pair of custom milestone leggings. And the price point is 108 for capris and 118 for the leggings. And you just, again, need to give yourself some time to get that custom piece made so that it arrives in time for whatever ride you are planning to ride it for. You know, you don't want to wear that. Again, you don't want to wear that 1000 for like the 1017. Right, right. That kind of takes away from the joy. A Although little since bit. they're custom, so, you um, could get them made to say 1017. But again, you got to plan Absolutely. for that. But you still have to plan Just, for that. It's a planning situation. <laughs> and I'm actually, um, I'm really excited to share that actually in honor of your milestone and for all of your listeners and my followers who are celebrating milestones, Miami Fitwear has agreed to donate a gift card and I'm going to do a giveaway. So please come on to um, Peloton Closet on Instagram and you can just like and comment and enter into a drawing to win a gift card to Miami Fitwear to get your very own pair of Milestone Capris or leggings. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I just have to, I have to give a little plug for Miami Fitwear because Raquel, who's the owner, was also very instrumental in Peloton having those inclusive sizes. Mm -hmm. Um, So she did, had a lot to do with that. So I just want to make sure people know that who haven't who haven't had the chance to work with her. Her leggings are amazing, as you say, Tori. I have several yeah, pairs. She's I love great. Them. Yeah. Yeah. They're really fun, really fun stuff. So those are three ways that you can celebrate your milestone with fashion. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us for our 200th, our milestone Yay! episode. We really appreciate that. <laughs> and until next time, until 201, <laughs> where can people find you? I am across most channels. Peloton Closet. So Instagram, Facebook. My website is PelotonCloset.com. I'm on Reddit, Peloton Closet. And as I always have to confess, I'm kind of on the bottom of a leaderboard riding my Peloton as Peloton Closet. Well, I'm right there with you. So don't worry about that. And you're both doing better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tom. I feel better about myself. You should. You should. I do. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. Bustle.com has an article about Erin Andrews and her love of Peloton. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting because uh, so she is the sportscaster for uh, Fox News, right? 
And okay. um, she Fox so, Sports. Fox Sports, excuse yeah. me. And she has, according to this article, reported court size for more than 20 years. But it talks about how she uses the Peloton specifically for stress relief. And I think that it's interesting how much people who um, are celebrities talk about Peloton in that regard. It's totally. not just an exercise class. Yeah. It's also stress relieving, whether it's the bike or it's meditation or yoga it's stress relieving. Well, it's like Dr. Jen says, it's not therapy, but it's therapeutic. I really think she needs to like put a TM on that, you know? <laughs> and then Peloton announced that they're not going to have any classes on April 4th or 5th. So mark your calendar so you don't shit yourself when there are no new classes on April 4th or 5th. They fired every instructor. Nordatrack's right. buying Peloton. Right. It's going out of business. Right. We knew this couldn't last. All the instructors quit on the yeah. same day. <laughs> Jeez Louise, guys. It's for a pause and reflect day. Yeah. So. It'll be over, um, I believe that's Easter weekend, correct? Yeah, that sounds right. So uh, it might be for that reason, too. You sure. Know? Also, if you follow along with uh, John Mills and, and finding out what's going on with Peloton, interestingly, it also corresponds with uh, how Otari is pausing sales between March 26th and April 6th. So it's kind of interesting. Interesting. So it does like make they, you wonder. They need a second for everything to kind of sync up and then there's mm-hmm. going to be some sort of rollout. Yep. Fascinating. Clip out. Interesting blog post on Peloton's website about the making of a Peloton outdoor class. Yeah. I thought this was neat. That totally. it's, They show that it's different and they explain how. So that the production team gets more involved, that they're doing everything with you. It's not super intuitive that it would be different for an outdoor class. But yeah. at the same time, when you like stop and read that, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. I guess it would be hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Just thought we'd mention it. Totally. And then uh, a couple quick uh, just new additions for things to do for instructors. Cody Rigsby is now a Therabody athlete. Yep. So that's the Theragun thing, right? It is. It's the thing that punches you therapeutically. It's all about recovery. Yeah. Yep. And then Emma Lovewell is now repping for Sonos. Yeah. So as part of her new renovation, she's got Sonos speakers everywhere. You can go to see her stories of where she chose to put everything in her home and why. Very cool. Awesome. Peloton Artist Collaboration. Peloton announced yet another uh, artist collaboration this week with the Chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks. If mm-hmm. people aren't familiar with the story there, they dropped Dixie. Mm-hmm. And so, but I just feel like I need to explain that because a lot of people would be like, the Chicks, what the hell is that? Yeah. So. Yeah, they uh, they did change that. I believe it was last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> this is an interesting one because they're like country, but they also like have this attitude and modern sensibility that um, is not always synonymous with country music and i'm a fan i'm looking forward to it peloton birthdays and then uh finally if you're looking for someone to wish a happy birthday to this week you could wish it to bex gentry on march 27th you know what's cool about that what's that she's gonna have quite the special birthday because uh the trials for the olympic trials in great britain that she's going to they take place on the 26th how about that? So hopefully she is in the top whatever it takes to get there. I think yeah. it's different for every country, so sure. I don't want to say. And uh, then that will be an even more special birthday for her on the 27th. Yes. Happy birthday to Bex. Either way, we're proud of you for making it this far, regardless of what happens in the Olympics. Absolutely. Incredible. 
checking in with the Peloton community. Hey, Tom and Crystal, it's Andrea Barber, your favorite neighbor from Full House. Congratulations on 200 episodes of The Clip Out. That's so exciting. I'm so honored that I was a part of one of the 200 episodes. To this day, I still have not laughed so hard in one 45-minute period as I did during our episode. Oh, so many great memories. Uh, I'm so happy for you guys and all of your successes. It's so well-deserved. You guys are not only great interviewers and amazing conversationalists, you're just good people. You're good people and um, your kindness just radiates through the microphone and your audience is responding to that. I think that's in large part why you're so successful because you're good people and people want to support that. Um, I'm just so happy and honored to call you a friend. Well, at least Crystal. I don't know about Tom, but definitely Crystal. <laughs> I'm so glad we're friends now. I'm so thankful to be a part of the Clip Out group. Um, your podcast just makes my week every week. So congratulations. I'm sending you so much love. I'm so happy for you and happy 200. Bye. Mwah. Past guest update. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Susie Barris. And you might remember her from episode 75. Ooh. If you have just Rain Man-like memory. Uh, I don't. I looked it up. No I'm glad, I'm the, well, you remember the episode. You just didn't remember the number. Right. Yeah. You yes. remember talking to Susie. And, uh, <laughs> and, and she shared with us her, her journey with brain cancer. Yeah. And, uh, and that was back in 2018. So I can't uh, believe it's already been two years over two years. Actually, it's been two and a half years. Clearly I should not even be here to be able to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. First off, we're excited that this follow-up is follow-upable, yes, right? So yes, yes. We were just wondering if you could kind of give us just like a quick like uh, update okay. on what's happened since. Yeah, so since we last spoke, I had six weeks of radiation, six weeks of chemo, and then you get like a month off, and then you get a year of chemo one week a month for an entire year. Wow. So I finished all that last December, and I've already beaten the odds because... I'm coming upon two and a half years of post-diagnosis and should only be like six to 12 months. Oh. So, you know, I think like maybe 15% make it to a year and probably less than 10 make it to two years. That's so, amazing. You know, just, it is, it is crazy. I, I can't believe it. And it's sort of funny how you, you know, you sort of have these things. Okay. I wanted to get to one year. Okay. I wanted to get to 18 months. Okay. I want to be able to vote in the election. <laughs> and now the next goal is I turn 60 in January to make it my 60th birthday. So, you know, you sort of have these short term goals and right. there you go. And you live month to month. Okay. That also sounds really hard though. That sounds like, uh, you know, I, first of all, I think it's amazing that you, you have these, these goals that like, that's the way you look at it. I think that's a very positive, but it also sounds like kind of, kind of a stressful way to, to think about it. Is it, it how Actually, you, how, the stressful thing is the scans. Okay. When you have a scan planned, it is like scanxiety on parade. You like the last scan I had, I think I went through a whole bottle of Pepsi. Oh, it was awful. So, you know, that's the worst part is the scans, because 
it's sort of weird. In between scans, you feel fine. Right. And so you don't think that you have cancer per se. I mean, you feel relatively fine. I shouldn't say, you, I mean, you're not back to your normal self, but you, you know, you don't think about it day to day. And when the scan's coming, you're like, all right, I just had a headache. All right, I just tripped. All right, I just did this. You sure. know, so you're sure it's back when you have a scan coming. And so for like two months, you suffer with, okay, it's coming. It's back. It's here. So. And how often are you a, getting the scans now? Right now, I don't have one scheduled. The, my my feeling right now is that, although I don't know, I might change my mind. But <laughs> it's your prerogative. <laughs> is that based on w- everything I know about this cancer, once it returns, there's really no good treatment. So why torture yourself? So I don't want to torture myself with, this, with myself with the scan. And when it comes back, I don't really plan on treating it. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that's, you know. Now, um, I remember the last time we talked, you said that that you felt like everything you had read and the doctors agreed that the vigorous exercise helped with keeping you healthy. Do you, do you still feel that's the case? Do your doctors still oh feel that God, way? Oh, my God. Totally. Totally. I totally credit Peloton for keeping me alive this long. And my neurosurgeon, who did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself. I love my neuro-oncologist, but the... The radiation and, and chemo is a standard protocol, except for I definitely think I was over-radiated because I have like the head size of a two-year-old, and I don't think they took, it, they took that into, <laughs> into account. And so that's why my hair never grew back, and that's why my oh. balance and gait really stink now. So as I get tired as the day goes on, I'm like tripping, like I look like I'm drunk. Well, so but- that's a but fascinating to me, and I'm sure to other people, is that you can still run on the treadmill. Fascinating to me too. I can't walk on the treadmill. I can only run. Like if you ever see me doing a walk run on the treadmill, don't feel bad because I'm running the entire time. (laughs) Because if I stop to walk, I'm going to trip and fall. So is there any insight as to why that is? Not really. Someone once said build up your core because really walking and running is very different. But I can't run outside either. Like I can only like run on the treadmill. So I, you know, like I can't even walk to the end of the block without my legs feeling they're going to collapse underneath me wow. and my, without my gait and balance all sort of off. So that's sort of weird, but no, I can't tell you. I don't know if it's muscle memory and if it's just my quads are so strong, I don't know. But it, I will say when I run, it does take me like 10 to 15 minutes before I sort of feel like I'm in that groove. Although most people probably feel that anyway. I, I do. I do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, like my balance gets better after about 10 to 15 minutes. Interesting. So, That's fascinating, fascinating, right? Yeah. It is. It is it, I, I wish I could figure it out. I asked a million people and no one understands it, but I also, but I, I have a few theories about the outside versus inside. Okay. Is that one the inside is a very smooth, even surface. Sure. So there's no bouncing around. So like, I don't know if it's appropriate obsession, if you know what that word means, it means like, I do. Okay. I do. So <laughs> there, there's no, the proprioceptive sense makes it easier on the tread. Plus from a, you know, a perspective of, you know, I stare at the numbers. I, I can't look at anything else. I can't turn my head because otherwise I'm going to lose my balance. So outside you're looking around and that's a problem too. There's no other like sensory 
things to take in. Well, like you can I just... think it's a vestibular sort of thing, you know, like you're you can look but like I ahead. literally like stare at the numbers. I can't even look at the the guy who's running on the screen per se. I mean, listen to him. But, you know, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, you just do what you have to do. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. It's a vestibular thing. <laughs> vestibular. Let me vestibular. say that. Right. Vestibular. Yeah, she said. She's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so how frequently are you working out these days? Every day. Every day. Wow. Every day. You're a, yep. You are a kick-ass inspiration, yeah, Susie Barris. Absolutely. I think I'll need knee replacements before I have a brain tumor. <laughs> to be honest with you, my knees are starting to kill me. But here's hoping. <laughs> well, be careful. Yeah, right? yeah. Be careful. <laughs> well, I guess before we let you go, just uh, remind everybody your leaderboard name and where they can find you and all that stuff. It's the pedal pusher and Facebook. I'm just Susie Barris, <laughs> and that's it. Awesome. And I'm not. I'm too old. I turned sixty in January. I don't do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> Okay. I don't blame you. And it's not time to learn now. <laughs> you got other things to focus on. It's hard to learn on. Zoom. <laughs> and you crushed it. And you here, did. Here you are. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for popping back on to check in with us. We really appreciate it. And Well, uh, thanks for checking in with me. I always enjoy your posts and your show and the whole thing. Well, thank you. We're so happy that it's going as well as it is. Fingers yes. crossed. And yes. And uh, and we will be sure and check back in with you on our 400th episode. How about that? That would be wonderful. <laughs> How long will that take? <laughs> well, we do one a week and skip That's holidays. Like four years. And, it yeah. might be four years. That's our goal. Is that, let's make an appointment four years from now, yeah. Susie. Okay. I can't do those, like, those long-term goals. Can we get to like... 250? Okay. 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 Maybe even 225, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, Love to you, Susie. You take care. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Clip out. Hey, from Jen's men, we wanted to wish the clip out a happy 200th episode. Woohoo! All right. Congratulations. (laughs) We love Crystal and Tom. Congratulations, Crystal and Tom. Great job. Keep going. Peloton personnel. Hi, Crystal and Tom. It's JV, Peloton's VP of Community. Do a happy 200th episode of the clip out. Feels like it wasn't too long ago that I sat down with you both to record episode 79 back in 2018. But the Peloton community and the clipout have both grown so much since then. Congratulations on this huge milestone and wishing you both all the best. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. What's up, Peloton? Welcome to Peloton Meditation. I am Chelsea Jackson Roberts, and this is a 10-minute calming meditation. Now, meditation... Ready to bring this blood pressure down like the doctor said. Stay calm and relaxed. Hello? Hey, Miss Parker, how you doing? How Ralphie and them? No, I didn't catch it. Tom O'Keefe, what he say? He said... O-M-G, like W-T-F. I heard he don't even eat chicken nuggets no more. Mm, that is not the child I know. 
He just said it on the Clipper out. The podcast. Yo, B, for real? That is fresh. <laughs> Here's the thing, Tom has actually been secretly working out and not telling anyone. Tom! <laughs> so, should we edit that out? Nah, leave it in. That's what That's I was good. thinking. I just to make sure we think of the same thing. Past guest update. So uh, joining us via the magic of ZoomTube is Laura Pugarood, but you probably know her as Laura Pug. Uh, I didn't look up what episode she was on. Do you know off the top of your head? I want to say 79. I... Do you know? Okay, I'm going to look. I'm gonna okay, look. she's going to look yeah. while I blather. Yes, but, blather uh, on. <laughs> so when we had you on, you were rapidly approaching. You had just hit. What was the, your milestone back then? Three thousand. Three thousand rides. You're gonna which, freak yeah. out when you hear how many which she was said. Unheard of at the time. <laughs> like you, like yes. it was a just a ridiculous amount. It was like breaking the sound barrier or the four minute mile. Okay, it was epi- <laughs> at episode twenty nine. So this is November tenth, two thousand seventeen. Okay. Holy cow! Yes. <laughs> it's been a yes. while. So you and she was the first person to hit three thousand. She was. And so, uh, <laughs> so we just w- thought we'd we'd check in. People that that uh, are listening can't see that she's on her bike. That's yeah. how many rides she does. Yeah, she's, she's doing this bike. from her bike. <laughs> and how many how many rides are you at now, Laura? Well, I'm approaching 7,000 and probably in about 10 days or so. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. That's, that's insane. <laughs> it is. That's, I mean, in, a, in the best way. It's you know, insane in yes. the best way. <laughs> in a way, we're a lot alike. Laura, Laura and I. Yes, we are. We compliment each from, other, right? From a consistency standpoint, I don't know that there's two more consistent people than you and me. That's true. That's true. Where are you at now, Tom? Zero. He's still zero. So that's, that's how consistent I am. Okay, so... Laura, when I was chatting with you earlier, you had a surprise for me of oh. the the T-shirt. So uh, <laughs> I can't believe that this exists. Look at this T-shirt. I'm going to have to take my coat off. I know. <laughs> One, I'm getting hot from pedaling out of nervousness. But then, <laughs> let me see here. Okay, here it is. Look at that. Um, this, this was for my 100th ride. They were very creative with it. Home rider. <laughs> so that and was that from Peloton? Yes. Holy I had cow. no idea I was getting that. I had no idea. I just received it in the mail and I was so excited. Oh so God. that's what the Sentry shirt used to look like. So we shouldn't even describe this for people who are listening. You have to you go, have to, to, go YouTube. to our, our YouTube channel, <laughs> youtube.com slash the clip out to see what the Sentry shirt used to look like because it is like, let's just say that it's, their, it's changed. Their fashion sense has moved. A bit well, forward. Correct. <laughs> was this this correct. must have been was Jill Foley in charge of the boutique yet? I bet this was pre Jill Foley, wasn't it? 
it could have been, it could have been. And I don't even know how many people actually have one of these. So it might be worth a lot more than the newer ones. I don't, would think it would be. Yeah, don't tell anybody where you live. They'll come and take it and sell it on the buy-sell trade group. <laughs> like a million dollars. That shirt is probably why Jill Foley took over the boutique. Like John came home one night and was like, I think we're going to give people a shirt and it's going to look like this. And Jill Foley was like, yes. oh, honey. <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs> so what, do you remember when you hit your 100th ride? Like when that was? Um, While they were I, delivering it? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, they were frantically making the shirt at the same time. Um, I forgot what month it was, but it was within the first year, obviously. Um, but I did a 90-minute ride for it. It was a Robin and Jess ride. And... 17 minutes into the ride, my screen froze. <gasps> and I was determined to just stick it out. And I did. Stayed on until the bitter end. And it only registered 17 minutes no. for my 100th ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I rode the hardest that I ever had because I kept thinking, oh, this is coming back on. It's got to. But this was before anybody even knew about milestone rides you know they didn't acknowledge all of them right right yeah like you you were in a milestone before anyone right. even had milestones <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't even reach out to anybody to say hey this is my 100th ride and then for it to freeze on me <laughs> can you but imagine I got this and, but i and, got this shirt and it so, is one of a kind or real close to it so when you got that shirt like you they didn't uh they like you you didn't have to go in it. Like, it just showed up. You didn't know it was coming. They were just like, here's a shirt. Right. Right. So do you, I, do nobody you, knew shirts were coming. So do you think that like she has the first 100? Do you think? I think she does. Yeah, like, I think you do. They were just like, oh, somebody hit 100. You know, it'd be cute. Make them a shirt. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. You have uh -huh. a piece of history right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this was before anybody even asked, where's my shirt? Right. Yeah. I know. Can you imagine if that set of circumstances occurred um, now on the OPP, that your ride froze, that on the hundredth ride, that you like had a shirt that you didn't even ask for? Because then it would be somebody being like, how did you know my shirt size? Why did you send that without asking me? How did you know? <laughs> and they sent the right size. So it's all good. It's all good. It stays tucked away, hidden. In a drawer. <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. You should get one of those shadow boxes to like frame you it or should. something. Like that's <laughs> oh, to be in a I museum. Could. I could even put my first shoes in there, my first uh, Peloton shoes that were white, now brown. <laughs> <laughs> They've got so many yeah. miles on them. <laughs> they have more miles yeah. on them than my car. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's they're, amazing. They're, they're going to want to come buy the shirt back from you like when Ford tried to buy back the first ever Mustang. Don't you let them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it will have Laura Pug across the front of it. I'll put Laura Pug in there and they can buy it back. Okay. Okay. No, everyone will know. Yeah. You're the first. <laughs> the very first. That's exciting. Yeah. Let's see. What else do you have to update us on? What else is going on? Ah, nothing. Um, you know, both my girls have been out of the house. When you did have me on last time, I was actually going through a divorce. So that's um, been interesting. But the great thing about Peloton, I've gone through tough times, but this community 
is always there. So um, I don't think I would have made it without Peloton. Aww. They are amazing. And, you know, um, I just want to say, Laura, you are an amazing source of inspiration for so many. And you are part of that community that keeps other people lifted up. So you give back as much as you get. And so we all thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, all has been great, though. I mean, as you know, Peloton has grown so much since then. All these classes. I mean, it just keeps growing. It's so exciting for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and I was just thinking when you were taking classes, not to disparage the class length anybody chooses, but they didn't really even have 20 minute classes. No. So those <laughs> those 3000 classes, those were mostly like 45 minute classes, weren't they? Yeah. Then? Oh, seriously. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. now I have to say I probably ride less, but the number of rides probably remain the same because of the short ones. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Are you still running all the time? I'm running. I still get get outside and run. That's amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> That's a lot of movement. <laughs> well, it's this community, really, that inspires me. So I appreciate it all. Well, thank you for uh, taking time out of your out of your ride to join us. Just to remind you, if anybody's wondering why she's out of breath, it's because she's pedaling yes. while she does this. So um, and b- I guess before we go. Um, oh. oh. There's the smoke detector. That's how fast she pedals. I guess it's dinner time. (laughs) So real quick, remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, Laura Pug on Instagram and Laura Rogers Puggeroot on Facebook. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Definitely go attend to your fire alarm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If you don't hear from me, you you know what happened. The house burned down. Oh, save the shirt. And of course yourself. Yeah, save yourself first. (laughs) Stop, drop, and roll. That's what Dick Van Dyke taught me. Well, congratulations to both of you, too, with your 200 episodes. That's really exciting. Who would have thought, you know, after all these years, you made it this far. That's true. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank You're you. Very sweet. And thank you for being a part of it. Yes. Thank you for being thank a part you. of it. <laughs> okay. Good luck. Thank Thanks. you. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Hey, Tom and Crystal. It is Dr. Jen Mann, and I want to say congratulations on the clip out with Crystal two. 100th podcast episode. I'm so proud of you guys. It is such an honor and a pleasure to come on your show every week and give advice and talk Peloton. I just absolutely love it and love you guys. And I'm so grateful for all that you do for the Peloton community, because if it was not for you, I would not know the latest Peloton information, clothing drops. You've cost me a small fortune, but I forgive you for that. And getting to connect with the Peloton community in a whole other way and give psychological and sports psychology advice. It is such an honor. And I just love working with you guys. And I love your podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do. Hey Peloton, Peloton. how are you? It's uh, Disco Davis and Peace Out Peddler here, and we are here to wish the clip out happy happy two hundred episodes. That's fantastic, incredible. Who who knew? Yeah, who knew that this would would be such a popular thing and and blossom into such? Thank you, uh, Crystal and Tom, for continuing to do it. Yeah, and uh, it's awesome. Uh, quick update, 
I am doing great. I will celebrate four years cancer-free in a little over a week. Awesome. And Nancy's uh, doing good. We're getting through this COVID mess. We got our first doses today. Nancy's growing a Rona tail. Yep. She stopped cutting this part of her hair when we uh, started our first quarantine last year, around right around this time. And she's not gonna cut it off till she's fully vaccinated. But other than that, guys, we're doing great and uh, sending you our best. And again, happy 200th episode, guys. Congratulations. Peace out. So. Past guest update. So joining us via the magic of Zoom 2 once again is Brendan Dunn. You might remember Brendan from uh, episode, hang on, let me scroll up. <laughs> 152. I had the page all pulled up and then I and then it like scrolled down slightly mm -hmm, on me right mm -hmm. past the number. Episode 152. I did that right off the top of my head. And uh, uh, he was, uh, in case you don't remember or maybe didn't listen to that episode, uh, he uh, was interviewed by Humans of New York yes. and spoke very openly about his struggle with exercise. And then it kind of went viral yes. on the OPP <laughs> and it, it reinvigorated him to... Get back into his Peloton and we thought What a great time to check in to see like How's that going for you are you Still reinvigorated or Do you need to be re reinvigorated Or are you just Vigorated <laughs> Well do you remember that book you were supposed to Read in high school called the tale of two cities Yes you remember, that book? Yes. Yeah. remember the first line it was uh, it was the best, best of times, times. It, was it was the, the worst, worst of times. times yes So that kind of I think sums up my Peloton experience in the past nine, 10 months, whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay. Um, after I was adopted by XXL uh, and with you guys, with your help as well, um, I was tearing up the bike. I was doing Pelofondos. I was doing, you know, training for Haleakala with CDE. I did a couple legs of that straight. I did a power zone challenge. So I was really five, six, seven days a week sometimes. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it was going great. Um, and then I got injured. Ooh. <gasps> Because I, I don't, I think I don't, for whatever reason, I think I'm 18 and don't need to stretch after I ride. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I mean, it was a matter of time before uh, I got hurt. So I, I strained my IT band a little bit, oh. uh, probably August 1st. Okay. Um, and then I thought that I was Superman and didn't need to see anything about it. So I waited a whole month just figuring it would, you know, heal on its own. It did not. Oh. Uh, so I went, to a, <laughs> I went to a doctor and I, I was in physical therapy probably two to three months. And I'm just now really mending from that and really starting to get back on the bike. Gotcha. Okay. Ouch. Uh, yeah. So really starting back at ground, ground zero, you know, day one, because my outputs are kind of where I was when I started. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine because I know what I'm capable of and where I can get back to. Yeah, totally. You know, the interesting thing heal myself up. is it'll come back even faster this time. Because yeah. because the muscle memory for real, it'll it'll come back faster. You'll you'll get you'll get back to where you were faster than you did the first time. Um, Thank you. But be gentle with yourself, you know, because it's not a it's not a race with everybody else. It's just you you on the bike. <laughs> it's right. you versus you. <laughs> and she's not uh, telling myself I'm kind of um, you know easing back into it. Not really not a hundred percent yet, but I'm. Feeling better every day, and I'm stretching now. Good. <laughs> Lesson yeah. learned. Yeah. 
I used to think, oh, that the instructors, oh, make sure you stretch afterwards. Yeah, okay. Who needs to do that? I'm Superman. Well, no, obviously I'm not. <laughs> we so. all do. We all need to stretch. That's that's who. Oh, but yeah, I've I've been there. I haven't hurt my IT band, but I've definitely injured myself not stretching. And what is an IT band? I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Like, uh, it's the it's it's like um, on the outside of your leg. Oh, okay. Maybe it's I the was, one on the inside of your leg. I was like, leg. is that an exercise thing? Do I just not have one? <laughs> what is that? You have one. <laughs> Do I? Yours is probably still in like new conditions. Is new? <laughs> Mint on the card. So, uh, I mean, it was it was really kind of strange because I had never enjoyed exercise. But when I heard it, I was like in a bad mood for a couple of weeks. Absolutely. I was missing the bike, strangely, which is strange for me. <laughs> But that has to be a good feel like a good sign, though, right? That like it's not the fact that you feel like you're missing exercise means it's kind of your body's way of telling you that, like, you're not just using this as an excuse. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been excited to get back to the bike and the XXL community really has um, kept me strong throughout it because without them, I probably wouldn't even have gotten hurt in the first place because I never would have gotten back on the bike. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, you were cute. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have gotten hurt. <laughs> well, thank you, XXL. But in a good way, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, they've been great for me and um, I think I've been a great help to them and I, I was so active on the page that actually made me a moderator. I'm one of the leaders, I guess now, uh, in that family, so uh, it's still the best place for me on the internet. To really experience Peloton. Well, that's, that's awesome. So you have started riding again, you said, or you're still working up to that? I have. I, not as much as I, I'd want to. I think my consistency over the past two or three weeks is really when I've been back, but a couple times a week, not as much as I should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm chalking up to, I don't know, you know, the times and Christmas yeah. and all the stress that's going on. And the holidays I, I really will make a commitment to get back to it over the next couple of weeks strongly the, again. The holidays are a rough time to fit that stuff in anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I definitely get that. I think the real question is, is it just as much fun when you do get on the bike? Like, are you are you enjoying it as much as you did pre-injury? I am uh, not from the standpoint of, of that, of that I'm. I'm much more winded now than I was. My 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 health was much better then. Mm-hmm. I've, I've let it slip a little bit, but my mental health uh, is the biggest thing. I, I feel so good after I get off the bike. I know that. So that uh, I'm glad to have that back. But yeah, I, I still love getting on the bike and I'll just get a little more consistent over the next couple of weeks. And I'll be back to where I was pre-injury. Yeah, well, you'll be there in no time. Well, that's awesome. I'm sorry that you got hurt, but glad to hear that you're still in there slugging away. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. So um, I guess before we let you go, uh, just remind everybody where they can find you. And your leaderboard name. And your leaderboard name. Sure. My leaderboard name is uh, Stevie G 96 uh, You can find me in the XXL tribe. We're open to everyone. Please come join us. It's the best place to be. And if you don't <laughs> want to join us there, just find your, um, your group because that's what really Peloton community is. The most important thing, I think. True that. Absolutely. A bike that goes nowhere with a podcast to boot. A guy who won't ride it and his wife with a hoot. A giggle, a Twitter, a he, 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 he. That noise that she makes. That's just adorable. We agree. But who's going to listen? Who would dare to come on? The losers, the no ones. For the 20th, I was on. But the episodes kept coming. The guest list was packed. They dished insider secrets that the rest of us lacked. And Peloton embraced you. You got Foley on stage. A fight for a pause. And Foley left in a rage. 
the instructors they flock to your mics to be on. Some imposters have risen, but in time, they'll be gone. You two set the example. You two set the bar. The clip out is by far the Peloton podcasting star. So congrats on 200 and for all that you do and the joys and the laughs that we divine just from you. A milestone, significant. Embrace it with pride. And perhaps after 200 more, you can report Tom took a ride. Congrats, guys. Past guest update. So uh, returning to us via the magic of ZoomTube is Kristen Fleshner. You might remember her last time. She is... uh, she was on episode 101, 101. correct? Yes, <laughs> yes. <at> yep. <laughs> Very good. And, uh, and so she does a lot of work with the disabled community and making different things accessible. And she gave us a wonderful uh, look. Pre- at, at what Peloton it, could it, do. It, yeah, what they could do, what they have done, what could be better, what what has been not as good as you'd hoped. And so we were just uh, checking in with you to see how that was all going. And uh, you also shared some great stories of your, your dog, Zoe. Oh, I yeah. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so how, are, how are you and Zoe doing these days? Um, we're doing well. It's been a challenging year for us, like most people in sure. the Peloton community and around the world. But we do have some really good news to report, um, which is why I'm glad to be here today. Awesome. (laughs) So I guess I just want to start out by thanking Peloton for listening to the podcast community and the wider community's concerns about accessibility regarding many accessibility issues, but especially for me, the blind and low vision community. And earlier this year, they rolled out the TalkBack feature, which is a screen reader um, that blind and low vision people use on Android devices. And it basically reads back to you what all of you see on the screen. And so this feature made um, choosing a class, searching for a class, all class metrics accessible to someone who is blind and low vision because um, and before yeah. you if I remember correctly before the easiest way for you to do it was to have somebody online with you to help you choose a class you actually you told us about a service that was out there that you actually joined correct and they would they would walk you through the class options is that so this is That's, a lot better <laughs> yeah this is a huge improvement and I think Um, What makes it an improvement is that someone can do it independently. Um, So the ability to exercise on your own and choose and see your own metrics and choose how you train is what makes this feature an incredible tool for our community. Awesome. So how does that work from an audio level standpoint if it's reading you the metrics, but then there's the music, there's the instructor saying things like, How does that not all kind of become a jumbled mess? Yeah, I think that people who use screen readers frequently are used to getting a lot of input from different places. For example, when I give speeches, I have audio input in my ear that goes through and reads notes to me while I'm talking. And to some people that would be overwhelming. But to me, that's how I get information. And so it's not overwhelming. It's just um, taking in another piece of information, like you seeing 
the metric on the device. You're getting that info. You're still listening to music and the instructor. Okay. Um, so it's, I think it's just a different way we process information. Oh, so wow. it's almost like being like a newscaster because they got somebody in their <laughs> ear telling them stuff all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a great analogy. Well, yeah. that, what a great explanation. Thank you for explaining that, Kristen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no worries. <laughs> the other great news that I wanted to bring up was just that um, Peloton recently purchased Precore. I think that's how you say it. Uh-huh. Um, and this will have a major impact on the disabled community. It may or may not be something that Peloton's aware of, but higher education institutions and hotels work really hard to make their spaces accessible both because it's a law, but also because it enhances their business in many ways. And so by putting equipment that's accessible into universities and hotels, people with disabilities will have a much greater access to being healthy and exercising. And as far as I know, there's no other bike or home exercise equipment that is accessible as the Peloton bike is right now. And if they're able to make the tread um, have that same level of accessibility, the benefits to not just the disabled community, but the people um, who work with disabled people like universities will be massive. Wow. wow. It makes you wonder if that was part of the motivation <laughs> of acquiring Precore or if it's just a happy accident. Either way, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it's like if it is a happy accident, we know that people from Peloton check in here from time to time. So if it is a happy accident and they don't know, maybe this will let them know. Let them know to be like, oh crap, we just bought this thing that solves some problems for us. How that's how about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and. I mean, the comparison I have to how this made me feel is a little bit like how I felt when I grabbed Zoe's harness for the first time. It was literally this moment of feeling like I was flying. And when you're able to really gain independence that you've had in the past and regain that independence to control your life, it's just an unbelievable feeling. And you know, when I was able to walk over to the Peloton and pick my class for the first time and, you know, get that information to work out better, you know, it an, it's, it's an exceptional accomplishment of the company. I can't even imagine how that must have felt. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I bet that was just a, a game changer for you. Yeah, for sure. And then just on, you know, what can still be done? You know, I do want to note that right now they've primarily... Um, rolled out features that assist the blind, low vision um, community and um, the community with hearing loss. And there are always improvements that can be made. You know, I guess when you work in accessibility, you understand that this, this is an ongoing process of providing new and different tools for people. And people with other disabilities need other modifications. And I think that those are areas where they can still improve. And I would really encourage them to um, work with people with disabilities to ensure that, you know, any upcoming products are accessible and to include people with disabilities in that process of making their products accessible, which um, is exactly what they did um, with the TalkBack feature. That's great. That is great. So if there was one thing that Peloton could incorporate or change right now that they haven't done yet, <laughs> what, what would that thing be? Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) That's hard because, you know, I don't want to speak for other communities. Sure. Um, sure. I've worked really hard um, with them on the talkback feature. And, you know, I'm just incredibly grateful. And I would I think the biggest thing would be that they, you know, look at trying to roll out the accessibility features when they roll out products. So this 
reflects that the disabled community is just as important as other customers. Sure. Um, so they aren't like giving tiered access to their equipment, which is how a lot of people feel. Again, I want to reiterate how much they have done, um, but that would be my big ask. And then to your community and the rest of the Peloton community, I think the ask is just to give them feedback and, and, and continue to encourage them to do this. There's They have a page on their website um, on accessibility, and that page has their accessibility email address. And I just really encourage people to keep pushing um, for these issues. Uh, that's that's a very good note. I I definitely recall whenever you were on back on episode 101 and we we reached out to Peloton to talk to them about it. And they indicated then, just as you're saying, tell us what you need. Tell us, you know, because Peloton is so much about the metrics and so much about listening to the community. The more people that tell them these are things we need to do, the more that Peloton gets behind that. So I think that's a very good point And we need to remind people to do that. So thank Thank you for to pointing that out. So I meant to ask you this in the uh, mm-hmm. like our pre-talk, but I, I forgot to. But um, how is your your training going? Because 2020 has been such a crazy year. Did you were you able to continue training in the same way or have you had to change things? Yeah, for sure. Um, so actually, it was about this time last year that we have the paracycling track open and raced in um, Carson, California. And unfortunately, soon after that, um, COVID came around and it changed everyone's plans. And it basically canceled all of the races for the para community and much of the um, cycling community this year. And a lot of those plans are being made for next year. As far as me personally, I actually got sick um, at the beginning of the year with the virus. Oh. Not sure if it was an early strand of COVID or not. I'm still still trying to figure that out. Um, but it's definitely been a very humbling year. And I think one thing I've learned about COVID, well, one thing I think the entire world has learned about COVID is that we should be grateful for the ability to choose how we suffer. When you're sick, you don't have much of a choice how you feel. But when you're working hard on the bike or elsewhere in your life, you're making that choice. And it's really a privilege to be able to make choices about how you feel. Um, and I think that's an important takeaway for our community and the, you know, the Peloton community right now. And um, so I'm, I'm back on the bike now. No place where I was last year, but I feel really privileged to be able to make that choice about my health. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fantastic point. Very good to yes, remember. Absolutely. <laughs> this crazy time we're in. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, checking back in with us. We really appreciate it. And before we let you go, just uh, maybe remind people your leaderboard name, if you would like people to know that. And then also uh, let people know where they can find you if you would like to be found. Yeah, for sure. So my leaderboard name is Zoe's Pack, um, which is Zoe the Seeing Eye Dog's Pack. Trying to see if she's in the room anywhere <laughs> so I could show her to you, but I'm not sure she is. <laughs> um, hey, Zoe. Oh, she is. Here she comes. <laughs> All right. Let's see this, this puppy. Is Zoe. Oh, oh, puppy nose. <laughs> yeah. So that's Zoe. And um, yeah, I have a website, which is just my first and last name. And um, I do blog posts and updates on accessibility and the law and other disability issues and um, other civil rights issues I'm working on. And you can feel free to follow us there 
on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, wherever you are. <laughs> well, well, thank you. And thank you for all that you have done yes. for the Peloton community mm-hmm. and for the low vision community. I know that it is much appreciated that you have been out there uh, being the voice and, and asking Peloton to continue this mission. So thank you very much for all that you have done. Oh, thanks. There are a lot of people that have worked on this and people in the and various disability communities that have played a significant role. And um, again, Peloton, you know, they they made the decision to make this happen. Um, and we're all grateful. Absolutely. Clip out. Hey, Crystal and Tom, it's Monica Ruiz, the Peloton woman. Am I going to always have that name? Anyway, I'm here to congratulate you guys on your 200th episode. Unbelievable. Congratulations. I cannot thank you enough for all of the unbelievable knowledge and tips and tricks and et cetera, et cetera, that you gave me when I was on the clip out uh, about Peloton. I had my bike for a year and didn't know anything compared to what I learned with you guys. So thank you for that. Um, Keep up the amazing work. People love being on your guys' show because you make everyone so comfortable and you're so much fun. And I just laugh the whole time. So Keep it up, and I hope you get to 2,000 episodes if that's what you want. 200,000 episodes. Keep it up. I don't think that there will ever be a lack of information to share. So um, great talking to you guys. Congratulations, 200. Past guest update. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube, it was, I was just thinking that all these people we were talking to, most of them were on here when it was still Skype a phone. I think that they were, yeah. But now it's ZoomTube. <laughs> it's uh, Lori Besden. Hey, Lori, how's it going? It is going well. How are you guys doing? We are good. Yeah. We are good. So uh, for just to catch people up, in case you don't remember, you were on an episode where you talked about uh, your battles with addiction and uh, what you had gone through and kind of where you were at. And there's there's been some updates in your world. Do you, do you have the episode she was on? Oh, God dang it. I can go find it. Okay. Why, well, so it was 106. Oh, look, look at, at you. That. Look at you, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know. Yeah. I know. I got that. <laughs> it was one of You guys have been on all of the episodes. I've only been on one. So I knew <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can say two. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> so here we go. Here I it was 106, honey, and then you can edit all that other stuff out, and I'll look really smart. Nah, I'm totally leaving that in. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love you guys. Absolutely love you guys. You are always so sweet and supportive, and we appreciate you and everything that you do for the community, and uh, I'd... You're just an awesome person, Lori, and it's really, it's really wonderful to see, like, how you... Uh, deal with like I know that addiction has been a thing for you obviously you've dealt with that but I love seeing how you have turned that into serving others and like what can you do for other people you take that energy and put it into something good and I am just very impressed by that I, I think that's wonderful thank you so much and I know I said this on the last podcast I'm only going to say it briefly the service you to provide to the Peloton community is incredible. You provide messages to people that otherwise wouldn't get them. You provide platforms. I was able to reach and assist people only because of your podcast. So while I'm in recovery and willing to help the next person because somebody helped me, 
it wouldn't be possible to pay that forward without people and platforms like yours. So sincerely, and it's not just for people in recovery, but all of the information. I really think you should be on Peloton's payroll, but that's my opinion. (laughs) Why don't you just reach out to John Foley? Not my legal opinion, but it may be both. Like where your head's at. <laughs> so catch us up on what's been yes. going on. A hundred episodes later, you've been a busy lady. Okay. So I think if I'm not wrong, I think I was around ride 800 <laughs> in May of 2019. Okay. Okay. So I just completed ride milestone 2050. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the disease of more. Right, right, right. It can be the bike, it can be drugs, it can be food, whatever it is. Um, And I also purchased a tread. And one of my hashtags is I do not run. And I really don't. Like I've never, I never run. In the pandemic, I started walking outside. And then, of course, it got cold in Pennsylvania. And I thought, oh, no, what am I going to do? Well, Peloton must have a solution. Yeah, tread. So I bought the tread. Um, I bought a tread tray and I actually turned my tread, see the disease of more into a walking treadmill desk. <laughs> I love so, it. So, <laughs> you know, um, that's what's new as far as Peloton products. <laughs> and as far as my recovery, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the prior pa- uh, podcast coming up in January, um, God willing, I will celebrate 17 years sober. God willing. So right now. Nice. So, well done. Only because of the people and consequences that helped save my life. This was not like me saying one day, hey, I think I'm doing too many drugs. Let me go to a meeting. That was definitely not my story. I know, but you've done a lot of hard work, too. A lot. Because other people showed me the way. (laughs) Truly, truly. So in August of 2017, I filed for a governor's pardon in Pennsylvania. Um, They're very, it's a very lengthy process. And, you know, you do interviews, you go through all of this letter, character letters. And in December of 2019, I had the um, pardon hearing. And ironically, this is and I'm just going to share this because it's kind of funny. Not only did the judge that sentenced me to jail for a year who saved my life, who is now one of my close friends, drove to Harrisburg two hours away and stood by my side wow. at the podium in front of the pardon board. But so did the president judge in that county, who is a Peloton rider. <laughs> um, yes. And let me just tell you, Tangent, he got his bike. He even used my referral code. He's a good friend of mine. And he's like, let's ride together. Now, I knew I knew he was like a spinner. Right. So I was like, I do not care what I have to do but I will beat him. <laughs> I just went into cardiac arrest three times. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to test this Russian roulette. I'm bound to like not be able to do it again. And that was, that was it. Three rides with him and he's gone on his journey. I will not ride with him now. <laughs> pushing a 190 average output. I'm like, I, I can't. Oh. I literally almost died. I almost died in my basement by myself trying to prove a point to someone that probably wasn't even watching my numbers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And also at the hearing was um, another judge, Judge Risa Furman, who is also a Peloton rider. Um, and they both all stood there by my side at this hearing. And on August, um, in August of 2020, I actually received in a pandemic 
a full governor's pardon from the governor of Pennsylvania. That is incredible. Um, wow. Congratulations. And I only share that. I don't share that like I. When I received this pardon, this pardon is about recovery. It's about our system. It's about paying it forward. It's about remaining teachable. Um, this pardon is about the whole community of recovery. It is. It has my name on it. But I share that because people are like, convicted felon, what can you do with your life? You know, and the truth is, get sober, stay sober, and you can do anything. I mean, literally, I had at, you know, part of the letters written, you know, on behalf of, of my on support of the pardon, the chief justice on the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania wrote a letter, the only letter he has ever written in his 23 years on the Supreme Court, saying he can't think of another person more deserving. Aww. And that's not me per se, that's just, we get sober, Dave Farrell helped me, and now I help other people. I mean, I literally just pass on what was given to me. I even have the pardon right here. I should have it framed. <laughs> I was you say, do need to have that, that framed. framed? Well, she's, I know. She's been because busy, I'm really Tom. Lazy, Tom. <laughs> I'm really lazy. I've been I on relate. my bike and tread as much as possible, and <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, you know... Take the time. Yeah, I I'd have like wall. I'd have like wallet size versions that I could be like. <laughs> <laughs> I actually that's a great idea. So all the people that wrote letters, I should get one like shellac and send it to them and make them carry it. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. You know, something I never I mean, it's obviously not an easy thing to achieve. And I I'm not unique. You know, I'm totally not unique. I just I share that because if it happened for me, it can happen for anybody. Well, I just I have to say that I think it is a little bit unique. I mean, I've known a lot of people who have been addicts in my lifetime, and I know it's not an easy thing to overcome, but you did take the steps to do it. And um, you I feel like you need to you need to pat yourself on the back just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. There you go. And uh, <laughs> because because there are a lot of people who who don't take any steps, you know, and so I do think that you need to. I will say, like, here's I think I know that you kind of downplay it because you're like, well, I didn't a arrive at that epiphany on my own. Like the legal system had to kick me in the butt. Right. But like I will say. Crystal and I have seen, you know, we watch a lot of like, you know, Datelines and true true crime and documentaries and all sorts of stuff like that. And uh, and like we'll see these things where they sentence somebody to a program like that, a recovery program. And like sometimes a lot of times we look at each other and go like, well, if somebody doesn't want to do it. Is this really going to have an effect or an impact or change their lives? Or is this just something we do to make ourselves feel better? And it's like it's it's nice to hear that, like, even though you look at it and say, I didn't start with the purest of motivations, it's also right. nice to know that like maybe, you know, that when people do step in and say, no, this needs to be a thing and you need to go there and take it seriously. It can kickstart a journey that ends where, where you're at now. Right. I mean, and I, I honestly, and I do appreciate you saying that and I realize, yeah, I mean, every day I wake up, I have a choice, but I also had a year jump start, mm -hmm. And then by that time I had the legal profession kind of watching. I was sure. on probation there. I had family, everyone saying, this is the last time we're going to help you. And, you know, also when I was incarcerated, people brought meetings into the prison, mm -hmm. you know, and I used to think, wow, like what losers, like what, <laughs> they have nothing better to do than bring a meeting into the prison. And now, of course, I'm doing the same thing now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I have nothing else to do. No, but the truth is every meeting I bring in and I say the recovery rates, what are they? They're a hundred percent 
for those of us that are willing to do anything to stay sober, you know, and in the rooms of recovery, it's, you know, you have to be constitutionally able to be absolutely honest. If you're not and you're deceptive, you're not going to stay sober. People think, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, insanity. And that is literally like substance use disorders in, you know, one sentence. Yep. I did it. I did it until there were no more options, you know, and every possible freedom and privilege was taken from me. Well, I also feel like people need to know who are listening to this and maybe didn't get a chance to listen to your last episode that I personally am also so impressed with you. I cannot tell you how I can't tell this this audience how many times I've talked to you that you're like on my way to take somebody to help them get set up or I just got a call from so and so and I'm going to take them to do you are constantly working on this in addition to your regular life like this. (laughs) So I I am so impressed by that, like just so impressed. It's really cool. And I, I want to make sure that people out there know that, that like you are willing to help anybody who's willing to help themselves. Absolutely. I mean, and I'm easily accessible, obviously, by name on Facebook. And when I say sincerely, I realize the Peloton community is huge. I realize the reach of this podcast is huge. Somebody hearing it may share it with somebody else. I don't care who it is. I will help them. Um, our organization, the organization I work for, which I'm not trying to give it any plugs, Every state has a similar organization for the legal profession. So what I'm trying to say, and and with the last podcast, I heard from people over the United States. I was able to connect them in their respective states, full scholarships to treatment, um, still stay in touch with people, but only because you provided this platform. So when people hear this and they think, well, maybe I should reach out to her, or maybe I shouldn't, maybe it's not as bad. No, no, no. They may be the only person with the courage to actually reach out for help for somebody else, you know, and you never know the value. What's the value of saving a life? It's priceless, you know, and substance use and mental health. And it's not just substance use. It's mental health. You know, you can't see them in blood work. Right. You know, but they're there. And, you know, people need to understand just like cancer, just like diabetes, they are medical diagnoses that with treatment have a great prognosis for recovery. But you have to get to treatment. You have to get help. And the fellowships are helpful. But sometimes people need inpatient treatment. And there's nothing wrong with that. People go to an oncologist for cancer, for chemo, and they get better and they get a treatment plan and regime. Substance use and mental health are no different. And the stigma just needs to go away. And that's why these conversations are so important. Absolutely. It's like, you know, when you get on the other side of it, People aren't going to be like, how dare you? They're going to say, good job. Yep. Like that's that's what the, you know, the end of that process really looks like. But I know that when you're in the middle of it or at the just starting on that journey, like it can be overwhelming. I'm sure it doesn't. It's hard to see that. But right. Absolutely. And I know in my when I was on my journey in the darkest of my addiction and I really, truly thought no one in the world would is using as much as many drugs as I am. Nobody understands. I could never embarrass myself and tell anyone the volume of drugs I was doing on a daily basis just to not get sick and that nobody would understand I would have to die to get out of this. And in my heart of hearts, and I share that because anyone that is struggling will hear this and will totally relate to that. And there is a way out. Trust me, there are people that were shooting bundles of heroin in our community that are now clean and sober, riding the bikes and riding and on the tread. Like recovery knows no bounds. Like it really doesn't. You know, these things do not discriminate, but neither does recovery. 
And with the way the opioid crisis worked, I you know I read. Have you read the book Dreamland? No, I oh, did not. Oh my god! I, it it is an amazing book. Just about it. Just delineates like how the opi- opioid crisis got to where it was, and it like follows three different store like not stories like individual people, but just it follows it to three different levels, and it follows the pharmaceutical industry. It follows the the people that kind of in end up with addictions and then then the drug cartels and how they all kind of converge and and a lot of times it's on sale on kindle for like two bucks and it is an amazing story and 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 it will completely change people's opinion of of people who who got sucked into this world of of opioids and then later heroin which i know is just the flip side of the same coin now after having read that book i know that and uh I, I cannot recommend it highly enough, but so many people, they get put on this journey because they get a legitimate injury at work. Or, I mean, one of the things the book talks about is like the quick, like, like the quickest way to heroin was high school football for so mm-hmm. many people. They'd get an injury. The coaches would start handing them this stuff and then high school's over. And now what do they do? And, and so you, it really gives you a different perspective on the people that struggle with addiction that we we tend to so much even if we know intellectually like well it's a disease but at some point you made that choice but but you reading this you realize a lot of people they didn't realize they were making that choice there was an entire multi-billion dollar industry that was telling them it's gonna be okay take as many of these as you want right i mean an interest i actually um heard one of the speakers heard a speaker who i maybe wrote the book Possibly. I heard the speaker in Pittsburgh when I was presenting and they presented before me. Eighty percent of heroin users started on prescription drugs that were legitimately prescribed. Yeah. And Um, and I as I was telling both of you before we went on air, I just went through a surgery, completely told my obviously told the docs all about, you know, my opioid history addiction and they literally, I mean, and it's, it was an outpatient surgery. Yes, it was serious, but you know, I was not hospitalized overnight and were telling me, no, 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 you should go on a three day morphine regime. You know, when there are other medications, even narcotics and opioids that would actually help and be as impactful, you know, and sometimes and we in recovery under, need to understand our recovery is our responsibility. You know, and I know like with Dreamland, you know, sometimes doctors were pushing this and they did know, you know, and the whole, you know, Oxycontin and all, you know, everything that's gone on with that. But at the end of the day, you know, and I know my doctors are telling me, oh, well, look, you know, you're so successful. You'll be fine. And I, in my heart of heart, know that I don't get a 24 hour notice saying, well, if you take one pill more than you're on, you're going to flip the switch that you will either, if you're lucky, end up in jail possibly in a coffin, you know, and those of us in recovery, it's really scary, you know, but we are responsible for our own recovery, you know, and when I walked into this surgery, I was going through it. So many people in the legal profession, you're strong. Oh, how many years you have sober. And I think it's important to point out because although relapse is not part of my story, it's part of many people's Mm -hmm. stories. And every time I speak, it doesn't matter at 16 years of recovery. And I say in a room of recovery, you know, who has the longest Sobriety, whoever woke up earliest that day, because all of us in recovery are this far away, literally from a relapse. 
doesn't matter if you're one day, 30 days, 16 years, uh, you know, it's only one day at a time. And so I just say that to people because people relapse and they think, well, there's no point. I can't get back. And that is nonsense. Like you absolutely can. And you also have the information and you also know where the safe environment and platforms and community support groups are that will welcome you back with open arms. Speaking you know, of relapsed is uh, a reason to stay out is not legit. Absolutely. And uh, you, you brought up platforms and that makes that reminds me there are several groups within the Peloton community that uh, people can can join and be part of. Um, do you happen to know the names of any of those off the top of your head? Peloton Sober Riders is one of my favorite because we actually started. It's not we. Um, Amy actually started a Zoom recovery meeting for the Peloton community. And within that group, you know, the Zoom coordinates. So and to join a recovery meeting, all you need, the only requirement is a desire to stay sober. That does not mean you are sober. That means you have a desire to get or to stay sober. So people think I can't go. I'm still drinking, you know, and it's kind of timely. I don't know when this episode will actually air or show, but I keep seeing a lot of dry January and I am not knocking that. I think it's a great idea to try to give up something, but it, we're not doing dry January for apples. You know, we never try to control things that we don't have a problem with. Right. So, and I just put that out there. If people are trying to control something, it may just be something they want to look at. You know, no, and in the Silver Riders group, people have been saying, you know, joining the group and saying, hey, I'm doing dry January and we're doing we're like we're trying to do a dry lifetime. Right. right. So yeah. dry, but like in recovery. But, you know, so people are welcome, absolutely welcome, you know, to join. But Peloton Sober Riders is amazing. And the community and fellowship, you know, and support, incredible. And anyone who would like to be in the group or is would has a desire, please, please join us, you know, or reach out to me. I'll get you, you know, we'll get you involved. But please do not sit behind a screen or in your homes and struggle. There's so many of us in this community that have walked through darkness and understand, like, let us help you. That's why this group exists. That's wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for checking in with us for our 200th. We appreciate it. And before we let you go, just uh, remind people, I guess, where they can find you. And if this message has resonated with them and they feel like they need assistance, where what's the best way for them to look for stuff in their uh, local community? Oh, and your leaderboard name. And your leaderboard (laughs) name. Okay. So Facebook, just my name, Laurie Besden. I mean, my leaderboard name is Amazing Grace Canine because of my two amazing dogs, Amazing and Grace, that I absolutely (laughs) am in love with and out of control with my dogs. And I think as far as local resources, um, there are alcohol and narcotics support groups in every single community. And anybody can literally Google. I mean, I'm going to say it even though there's traditions not to, you know, you can Google the fellowship names and your zip code and you will come up with literally meetings on the hour. The best thing about the pandemic, although it's really hard to get sober behind a screen, is that now you can join Zoom meetings anywhere in the country on the hour, on the half hour. So the point is you can literally get on a meeting at any time. So even the middle of the night, you can get on a meeting. But anyone that is having difficulty finding a meeting, please reach out to me. I will get you a list of meetings in your community. You can join a meeting I'm on. And I can introduce you to people. Just don't struggle in silence. There's absolutely no need to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do, Lori. 
And thank and, you guys. You guys are amazing. <laughs> and you're sweet. And please heal quickly and safely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let thank us know guys. if we can do anything for you. You already have today <laughs> by getting the message out there. Our pleasure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, you take care, Lori. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> bye bye. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. 200 is in the books and we march on. We do. To 200 more. That's right. All right. That's right. So, uh, you know, things happen so fast and furious around here. We have an update to one of our updates. We do. Susie Barris had a little update with her stuff. Good news. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still cancer free. Let me just say that. Uh, But she announced this week that she has pledged a major donation from like her estate Mm -hmm. uh, when someday, hopefully far, 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 far in the future, uh, she passes away. She will be donating to Yale University. And that is that is special on a couple of levels. She graduated from Yale. Right. She also taught there and received treatment at Yale University. And these I believe she said she graduated from Yale. Now I'm second guessing right. that. But this goes to a couple of different funds and they are for research and for doctors uh, that are up and coming through Yale University. So another way that Susie Barris is incredible, besides being, as she calls it, your twin separated at birth. Because <laughs> we're uh, both weird about eating. Yeah. And you know, another thing that's uh, kind of is very similar to the two of us. So she went to Yale, mm-hmm. right? When I went to school, mm-hmm. uh, the combination lock I had in my locker was made by Yale. Oh, that's, so yeah. we're pretty much practically like twins in the same sorority. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So. Uh, well, Susie, on behalf of everyone in the world who will benefit from your donation, thank you for doing that. Yes. And again, thank you to our entire community oh for making two hundred episodes possible. Yes. Thank you for all the love, the videos, the messages. You guys are freaking amazing. Yes, that was it was very nice of everyone involved. So we we greatly appreciate it. So until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, and uh, for sure check out our YouTube channel, YouTube dot com slash the clip out you're going to want to watch this one i would think definitely while you're there be sure and subscribe and of course sign up for our newsletter at the so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running you could end, set yourself free.